Ready to unlock your true potential and manifest the life of your dreams? Then I've got something super special just for you. Our mind-blowing self-love and manifestation courses. Picture this, a journey of self-discovery where you'll find a deep well of self-love and acceptance. Say goodbye to self-doubt and hello to unshakable confidence. Our courses are designed to help you embrace your worthiness and tap into the incredible power of self-love. But that's not all. We'll also dive deep into the transformative world of manifestations. You'll learn proven tools and techniques and strategies to align your thoughts, beliefs, and actions with your wildest dreams. So get ready to create the success, happiness, love, and abundance that you deserve. So what are you waiting for? Head over to candywashington.com backslash courses to get started. Again, that's candywashington.com backslash courses. Hey everyone, welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. And I am so honored to introduce Kelly Collins, who will be today's guest speaker. And she is a yoga, wellness, and empowerment teacher and the host of the podcast, Soul Spark with Kelly Collins. Kelly is a woman on a mission to help raise the collective consciousness through reconnecting and rebalancing the mind, body, and spirit with movement, breathwork, and mindfulness practices. She is passionate about empowering people to uncover the deepest parts of themselves and to heal so that they can move forward to flourish and share their unique gifts with the world. So Kelly, you are in the right Space, you're in the right spot. That is everything that we do here on the Sugar Pills podcast. And I'm just so excited for everyone listening to, to hear, you know, your thoughts and your insights. So thank you so much for being with us. Yay. Thank you for having me. And I, you know, listen to your show and I'm just so excited to be able to share what I know with your guests. Yeah. Today, so. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So I know that you have, you know, the Soul Spark with Kelly Collins podcast. Do you want to share with us, you know, what was your personal passion and, and mission for, for starting your own, you know, platform for wellness? Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, well, so I started out my career in fitness mm-hmm. uh, while I was in college getting my degree in kinesiology. I started personal training and teaching group fitness and all of that. And Um, long story short, I dove into yoga about seven or so years into that career because I just felt that there was a missing piece. And what I discovered was that there was multiple missing pieces to, um, what I really wanted to teach people, which is not only the importance of, you know, taking care of your physical body, but also your mental wellness, your spiritual wellness, and really recombining the mind, body, and spirit. And so I did that uh, yoga teacher training, that initial one about five and a half years ago, and kind of just sparked me on this journey of sharing all of that with my students and my clients. And that really is, you know, what the catalyst for creating the Soul Spark podcast was. Um, just teaching people and spreading this message as far as I possibly can. No, I love it. That's great. And I know that you recently took, you know, a nice holiday break to just 
disconnect and to just really find yourself. And I, I love that you did that. I know like me in the past, I used to really, you know, struggle with just taking time for myself or just slowing down in, in general. And I think it's so mm-hmm. empowering and it's so important, you know, as humans, but, you know, particularly as women to really take that time to recharge and to reconnect with ourselves. So do you have any tips, um, you know, for us listening on ways to, to take that intentional time for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, I just want to say that we all need to be doing that. Even, even in this like crazy year of 2020, where maybe some of us have had more um, quote unquote downtime than normal, there has been in the collective energy so much anxiety and fear and just stress that even if we don't realize it, it's affecting us. And so we really do have to take that, um, like you said, intentional time for ourselves, not only like over a holiday, but every single day. And what I make all of my clients do, which is what I do myself, is to carve out time first thing in the morning for mm-hmm. yourself. And what I recommend to do is to do a combination of, you know, breath work and meditation, as well as journaling every single morning so that you're able to get yourself well, first of all, really quiet. And the beautiful thing about doing all of this first thing in the morning is that our mind is in its most lucid state. So we have all these ideas or all these things that we've been processing or releasing in our sleep. So when we wake up and we meditate, we're really open to hear spirit and our higher self. We're really open to guidance. Um, And then when we journal, we're able to really get things out. So we're able to get out stuff that is sitting inside of us that doesn't need to be there anymore. We're also able to get out our best ideas and inspiration. So um, I find that it's so important to start our day that way. And and what meditation and breath work really does is to calm our nervous system. So we're starting the day from this really calm and clear and like we said, intentional place. No, I love that. I think, you know, having a powerful morning routine definitely you know, fundamentally changes the the course of your day, which will inevitably change like the course of your life. And again, it's like setting that intention, creating that time for yourself and, and really just honoring, you know, what your needs and wants are first thing in the morning. So you're really telling yourself that, you know, you're a priority today and every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I really love that guidance. And, um, you know, we're both super passionate about, you know, uncovering our, our true empowerment as, as people and as women. So do you have any other, you know, guidance or insights on if someone's just starting out on their, you know, wellness journey or their enlightenment journey, you know, what are some things that people can do if they're just starting out on, on, you know, their, their journey to, to self-awareness and self-discovery? Yeah. Um, you know, those practices I just mentioned are so, so important, but I really think that journaling um, can help us to really start to cultivate awareness. And the beautiful thing about cultivating awareness is that we don't even really have to try, but we're going to start to change our lives in small ways. And, you know, if you look back five year- years from now, if you've been on a journey like this, you'll mm-hmm. see like how much you've probably changed. Um, so if you're first starting out, just know that you need to be really patient with yourself and loving and accepting and 
like I said, I love, I really strongly believe in journaling. I'll say it a million times. Um, what I like to recommend to people to do is stream of consciousness journaling. So just give yourself like two pages and just write out, you know, whatever is coming to your mind. And you can literally write, I have nothing to say, my hand hurts, whatever, you know, but you're going to start to notice things coming up. You're going to start to notice different patterns in what comes up when you journal um, different limiting beliefs. And from that, just little nugget of awareness that you're going to find, you're going to start to feel inspired to take action and it can go really slow. It can go fast. It's different for everybody. It depends on where you're at in your life, what you're really ready for. Um, but yeah, journaling and just creating that awareness there is a huge piece. Um, I also want to say that, you know, there's so much, free content like this online. And when it comes to changing our patterns and our mindset and all of that, the more we fill our minds up with uh, things and information that are going to help us on the path of whatever we're trying to work on. And the more we fill ourselves up with that, the easier it's going to be to do it. So rather than, you know, if you realize you have this let me think. If you have like a limiting belief with self-worth, like I'm not worthy enough or I'm unlovable, um, then start to fill your time and your mind with different podcasts or YouTube videos or whatever on stuff of self-love and self-acceptance and self-care, uh, like this podcast, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> and that way, instead of focusing on taking out the negative, instead we're focusing on bringing in the positive and slowly but surely those positive habits and thoughts and patterns will replace the negative ones. Um, also a really huge thing that I love and actually, which was a big piece in my um growth because I, before I learned all this stuff, had a really big problem with uh, self-deprecating talk and um, limiting beliefs around not feeling, like I said, worthy or lovable. Um, what really helped me to start to work through those was mantra. And um, Candy, I don't know if you've worked with mantra a lot. Have you? Yeah, I, I definitely have done um, different mantras and different affirmations, but what really came up for me listening to you talk was I loved that you brought back, um, that you brought up inspired action. So for me with inspired action, I love coupling journaling. Like you said, like that's like a no brainer. You have to be journaling, but I also like to couple that with uh, meditation with a question that I ask myself or mm. just something that I like want a resolve towards. So like, say if, you know, I'm like, Oh, how can I attract more, you know, intentional people to my podcast, or how can I do X, Y, and Z, or like whatever, you know, challenges that you're facing. I like to just ask myself that question, you know, get really silent for like three minutes and just really still for five minutes. And then I just let a loving voice like come to me, like in mm. what ways can I do X and what ways can I do, you know, Y and what ways can I do Z? And then I'll, you know, take out that journal, set my timer for like 15 minutes. And like you said, I just let it flow. So that's really um, how I create that inspired action that you were talking about, which is so mm -hmm. like 
perfect and, and powerful and meaningful is I ask a specific question that I really want guidance on. And then I just say, you know, a loving voice speak to me. And then I don't self edit and I don't judge. I'm not like, oh, that's way too big. I could never pitch that person or this will never happen for me. No, it could be the biggest thing in the world. It could be like, oh, you're going to be on Super Soul Sunday with Oprah. You need to talk to this person, like whatever it is. I don't uh, self edit and I don't judge. I just let it flow. And then I look at what I've written and whatever resonates the most with me, that is the specific inspired action I'm going to take that day. So I love that you brought up, um, you know, taking that inspired action and making sure to journal. And I also love how you said to be patient with yourself and to go at your own pace. You know, I know sometimes journaling or even meditating or, you know, even like yoga and stuff or Pilates or anything like that can be overwhelming. Someone's like, I can't sit for five minutes with my own thoughts. I can't. I can't bend my body like that, but, you know, start with 30 seconds a day and then build up to 60 seconds a day, you know, start, you know, with like the downward dog, if that's what it is, you mm -hmm. know, with the like stream of consciousness. So I love that you, you know, you really talked about the inspired action. And I also love that you talked about going at your own pace and really being gentle with yourself. And, and so those are really some great insights. Yeah. Thank you. And I love what you said, because it just reminds us that there's, first of all, so many ways to meditate, so many ways to journal, mm -hmm. so many ways to do breath work or to move your body. Um, and so people can really like make it their own and there's no like one size fits all approach. Like they can take anything that either of us just mentioned and start to make it their own. And going back to meditation, I think, like you mentioned, it can be so daunting for people. And I think most people don't really understand um, meditation. And I'll kind of tie this into what I was going to say about mantra. Yeah. Um, but really, people think like the purpose of meditation is to quiet your mind, right? <laughs> um, and But I'm sorry, unless you've been meditating for a long, long time, that's not going to happen. And it might happen, but it'll be very fleeting. It'll, it'll be very short little moments of, you know, that complete silence in your mind. Um, so really what we can use meditation for is to, bringing it back, cultivate awareness mm -hmm. and to be able to cultivate the ability to be present in our life, to be you know, really able to live in the now, which really is the only time, right? Mm -hmm. We're always living for the future, what we have to do in the future, what we want to create. We're also always living in the past. A lot of people, you know, like mulling over what happened and regrets and all of that. But if we can learn to be now, it's like the most beautiful gift we can give to ourselves and to those who are around us. Um, so meditation, really, we can use it to be present and to cultivate that awareness like we talked about. So there's so many ways to do it. We can, you know, ask a question like you just said, Candy, <laughs> or we can um, set an intention. Um, and I like to set an intention in the form of a mantra. So this is bringing it kind of back. But for any uh, limiting beliefs that I know that I have that I need to be working through at that time, what I'll do is I'll create a mantra that is kind of the opposite of that belief. So for example, um, keeping it really simple, if I'm feeling really unlovable and just, you know, struggling with that in my life, and I realize that I can just use the mantra, I am love, or I am lovable, or any other variation of that. 
And I can take that mantra into my meditation with me and sync it with my breath. So as I'm inhaling, I'm thinking I am, and as I'm exhaling, lovable. So then just repeating that for the five, 10 minutes you've set for your timer. And it gives you this point of focus to help you to stay present. And then what we do is when we notice our mind wandering, we just notice it. And then we just, without judging it, we, we acknowledge it and then we can let it go. And so that can be a way that we meditate. We can also just meditate by doing a breath awareness, like following our inhales and exhales and saying inhale as we breathe in and exhale as we breathe out. Uh, we can also do breath work for our meditation. Like there's so many ways to do it. I could go on and on. Um, but I hope that just kind of gives the audience, you guys, um, some ideas of ways that you can do it. And it's different for everybody. Yeah. No, no, that's great. I think, I think it's such a great point that it is different for everyone and there's no you know, wrong or right way to do it. It's just really being in tune with what is really resonating with you and what's really effective, you know, for you. And I think that's a really strong point. And I wanted to circle back to another point that you made that I thought is also very powerful. It's like being mindful of the content that you consume. I think that's such a great point. You know, it's because mm -hmm. yes, you don't, you want to shut out the negative, but also be intentional about bringing in the positive and allowing even like those like little negative triggers to, to still be like teachable moments and like around the awareness. So it's, well, why does this person's Instagram account bother me so much? Like, what is it actually making me feel? And like letting those little triggers really awaken us to what, what are the things that we still need to maybe work on in ourselves? And then also just, you know, negative content, just get it out and and be mindful to bring in the positive. So I think that's another really great insight yeah. is really being mindful of the content you can And then also like the, the people you surround yourself with, you know, if someone is constantly being negative, it's going to be really hard to work on your self-awareness and your confidence and, you know, your personal growth if you're constantly being, you know, told negative things. So like, that's another yeah in that so thank you for bringing that up that's such a great point yeah I think it's this balance of you know first of all the the external world I believe is a mirror of our internal world and mm -hmm. I believe that we are uh, souls having a human experience and the whole reason we are here is to grow and evolve as souls so when we experience um, difficult situations or people in our life if we can learn to look at it as, like you said, like, why is this triggering me? What is this bringing up in me that I need to look at and to heal and work through? Um, it's such a beautiful way to go out like to go about life and to not take um, what other people are doing personally, because mm -hmm. it's, that's like kind of another point. But, you know, when someone's being mean or hurting us, um, they're probably hurting inside. So kind of going off topic, but not yeah, taking yeah. things personally. Yeah. And, and just realizing like, what's the lesson in this for me? Okay. Um, this person's social media is making me feel, um, unworthy mm -hmm. or jealous. Like, well, what does that lead back to? Like, where did that, this feeling of unworthiness begin in my life? And then how can I begin to heal through it? You know? Ready to unlock your true potential and manifest the life of your dreams? 
then I've got something super special just for you. Our mind-blowing self-love and manifestation courses. Picture this, a journey of self-discovery where you'll find a deep well of self-love and acceptance. Say goodbye to self-doubt and hello to unshakable confidence. Our courses are designed to help you embrace your worthiness and tap into the incredible power of self-love. But that's not all. We'll also dive deep into the transformative world of manifestations. You'll learn proven tools and techniques and strategies to align your thoughts, beliefs, and actions with your wildest dreams. So get ready to create the success, happiness, love, and abundance that you deserve. So what are you waiting for? Head over to candywashington.com backslash courses to get started. Again, that's candywashington.com backslash courses. Um, exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's that, that balance between that and then also setting boundaries and not letting people, uh, <laughs> step all over us and treat us like crap and, uh, bring down our energy. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's definitely the, the world though, is this like mirror of our internal world, at least the say, the way that we perceive um, situations and, and what goes on around us. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> oh, no, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like the world around us and our interactions with people. Um, I forgot who said it. I, I believe her name is, is Agnes. She's this wonderful woman. And she always says, you know, the other person is you pushed out. So whatever you're mm -hmm. experiencing or whatever your perspective is, it's just, it's just you mirroring your back to yourself. And yeah. I think that's so like, again, powerful and profound because it's true. It's like, I'm having this experience, but it's really just the way in which I choose to perceive this is how it's, it's I'm going to actually experience it. So it's, like yes. you said, someone can be being like mean to me, it's me pushed out. So am I going to internalize what they're saying and say, therefore I am unworthy? Or am I going to, you know, push out, you know what, that's really about them. And I'm not taking this on. So, mm -hmm. so regardless of what someone does, you are the only person who has the power to actually dictate what your experience of that person is. And so I think that's really something to like work on and like think about with, you know, all the work that, you know, we both do, particularly with like the yoga and the breath work and the meditations and the journal, it's really getting that awareness of, the only person who has the power to dictate this experience is me. Yes. Yeah. You tie that together so beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. That's exactly like, you know, like, like that's, you know, the essence of the work that we do is really yeah. getting back to self and really getting back that empowerment of I'm not a victim. This isn't happening to me, but everything is happening for me. And every experience is exactly like you said, it's an experience for my soul to grow and to expand. And so when you yeah. really have that um, perspective about everything, even if something doesn't come out the way you think it should, you know that all that comes to pass is always for my greatest good. So, you know, that like something will come out. That's, that's one of my mantras mm -hmm. uh, is always for my greatest good. So like, regardless of what it may look like, I know it's going to end up, you know, in, in service of my highest self. And yes. I think it's a really empowering 
perspective to have going into to any situation. Yeah. Like you're taking back your power when you choose to have that perspective. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I like to always, my, one of my mantras is um, what's happening for me. Like even when I'm in those really <laughs> challenging yeah. times of life or challenging situations with people, it's like, it's happening for me um, to teach me how to evolve into my soul's highest involvement, you know? So you tied that together so good. <laughs> Definitely. Um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, well, I was just going to say like with that, it's like, obviously we're still going to get triggered. And um, mm-hmm. even when we have that perspective, it can still make things hard, you know? And, but when you do, it does it, in general start to make difficult situations easier. But going back to that, it's just like, it's okay to feel upset and it's important to feel all of the emotions that come with uh, challenging situations and feeling hurt and upset about things. Like you're allowed to feel them and you need to feel them and process them and then release them in a healthy manner um, so that you can continue to, you know, feel joyful and empowered and vibrate high and go through your life in that way. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I think that's where the actual power lies is saying, you know, yes, I am a spirit. I am a soul having this human experience. So therefore I choose to experience the full spectrum of my humanity. And that means feeling angry, upset, hurt, rejected, embarrassed, but also means feeling, you know, love and lust and happiness and joy. So it's the full spectrum of humanity that, you know, our spirit gets to experience, like, that's why we're here. And it's really remembering that because a lot of, you know, our suffering, our depression, our anxiety, our feeling of unworthiness is because we're trying to deny something that inherently makes us human because we have the false belief that that somehow makes us broken or, or, or unworthy or unlovable, but that's not true. Like we all deserve to feel everything that we feel and our feelings are valid. It's just navigating those feelings and emotions in a healthy way. And so it's really just about allowing yourself to really experience the full spectrum of, of, of humanity. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's just being pissed off like I'm a human <laughs> right now I'm just pissed off and it is what it is you know mm-hmm. it's, it's allowing yourself to feel all that because you can't cut off one part of you of your humanity and then experience the other part you know that's yeah. what people start to do like denial and they do numbing and they do coping mechanisms but that shuts you off from all of the other beautiful aspects of being a human being so it's really mm-hmm. just allowing yourself to feel everything and knowing that you're not going to be consumed by your emotions or feelings it's like a wave you're going to feel them they're going to come and go but you know you have your feelings your feelings don't have you it's trusting yourself enough to know that regardless of how you feel you're still in control and you still you still have it and just acknowledging those those feelings yeah definitely and yeah, it's those, the pissed off and the anger and all of those things, as well as like the joy and the love and all that, all those like heightened emotions are what have made the best and most important changes in humanity over the years. And we all need to continue to feel that we've seen that so much this year, right? Like yeah. we all need to feel all of that 
and then by its emotional intelligence, right? Like again, that awareness, like, okay, I'm feeling this. Um, how can I like allow myself to feel it, process it, and then to do something productive with it. And we can yeah. really like release those emotions by being productive about it. Um, and that's, I think like, you know, where that inspired action comes into to, to, to play and, um, just sitting and being really like quiet and, and allowing yourself to get clear. So, you know, how you can move forward in that productive way. That's actually going to like take the situation and make things better or move things in the right direction. Exactly. That's how you don't stay stuck. You know, that's yeah. how, you, <laughs> how you can, you can feel anger without being an angry person, you know? So yes. it's, you can, that's how you don't stay or you can like, again, you can be sad, but you're not depressed, you know? So it's, you don't stay stuck in those emotions because really what those big emotions are here, they're just here to tell us something like, oh, I'm really mad because you know what? That actually really meant something to me and you let me down. So like, mm -hmm. that's, you know, like, what is it? It's like being curious about your big emotions. Well, why am I so angry about this? Like, what is my anger really trying to say? You know, why am I so hurt? Why am I so disappointed? Why am I so happy? Like, it's really just about being curious about what are these big emotions trying to tell us? Because they're really just indicators that something's going on. It's just an indicator yeah. that, hey, this is, hey, like, watch me, pay attention to me. Like something's going on here. Um, so that's, it's really just about getting that awareness and getting that relationship to self where you can say, oh, I'm feeling this way because, and you're able to put context and understanding to your emotions. And it's just a way to, you know, it's a way to self-validate your emotions. You're like, I feel this because this happened and it means this. And you're putting context to your emotions. You're like, oh, well, of course I'm mad because my boyfriend didn't text me back because I think people ignoring me means that they're rejecting me. So yeah, being mad about that makes sense. But just because I'm mad, that doesn't mean that I'm unlovable. It doesn't mean he doesn't love me. You know, my feelings aren't facts, but I'm allowed to yeah. have feelings, you know? So it's getting that understanding and the context and also that grace to yourself. You know, um, I know for me, I used to have such a hard time feeling my big feelings because I used to think, well, I'm not allowed to feel upset. I'm not allowed to be mad. You know, I always have to be happy, happy, joyful, joyful, which is delusional and not true and crazy. Like no one's happy. <laughs> you yeah. know? I mean, obviously I, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't realize I was doing that, but I, but I was until I got to the point where I think Glennon Doyle said it best, you know, your feelings are for feeling. And it's like yeah. you're a human being and you're allowed to, not only allowed to, but like, that's why you're here to explore yourself and to get that relationship to yourself and to contextualize what your experience on this earth is. Like, that's why we're here and to create yeah. community and connection to other people through this shared human experience. And so when I realized, oh, I can be mad, that's totally fine. Like the floodgates were open. So <laughs> not, not in a bad way, but you know, just, just kidding. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> realize you're like, oh, wait a minute. I get to be a human being. I can make a mistake and still be worthy of love. I cannot be perfect. And like, no one's going to leave me. Oh my God. <laughs> It's a huge weight <laughs> off your shoulders. Shoulder. You're like, oh, I can just be myself and like that's enough. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's you can see like 
you can see it like in yourself sometimes you can see in other people where before I was very performance-based value and worth you know as long as I was doing the best at everything getting everything done proving showing performing I thought that I was worthy of love and I was you know I was earning love I was you know showing that I was deserving of love and I was worthy rather than really thinking about my intrinsic value and worth which is I am here therefore I'm enough I am here therefore I'm lovable I am here therefore I'm I'm worthy mm -hmm. period you know I don't have to do show prove or any of that you know my 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 presence is a present, you know, my essence is enough. My soul is enough, my spirit enough. I don't have to prove anything to anyone in order to be deserve, deserving of love. And when you switch your mindset from something outside of me dictates my worthiness to my worthiness is intrinsic. And the only validation I need is validation from myself. That is the ultimate freeing mindset because then you're just like, well, what do I want and need? <laughs> and then that's where yeah. you do everything from. And like earlier, you were talking about boundaries, which is so true. You know, you're able to, A, you're able to identify to yourself what your boundaries are when you know that no matter what, you are worthy and valuable. Because when you think that you're not lovable, you think you're not worthy. When you think you have to do something for that, you're so disconnected from what you even want because you're so preoccupied for what you think everybody wants from you mm -hmm. and so you have to get connected back to yourself identify what you know what your needs and wants are and then and what your boundaries are and then communicate that to other people and then enforce that boundary and trust me as a recovering codependent it can be tough <laughs> but but once you used to it once you build up that boundary muscle like that no is super easy <laughs> Totally. Yes. Yeah. It's also super easy. Yeah. So I love that you brought up, um, you know, boundaries and, and all of that stuff. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, with that, it's like what you just said, what I do with my coaching is I help people to get really clear on what they want and to like understand what their purpose is in life so that they could actually feel fulfilled. And one of the first steps to, you know, working in that direction is to get to, I'm sorry, to getting clear on what you want is to realize where you, I like to say, sh are shooting on yourself, like mm. where you're just doing things in your life, because that's what you've been told you should be doing by your parents or whoever raised you by society, by, um, the media, you know, and that's where once we realize where we're just doing things that we don't even actually want to be doing, we can start to like put up those boundaries. Because if you're constantly filling your time with things that aren't filling you up, there's no room for the things that do fill you up, which are the key to knowing your purpose, right? Like what fills you up, what lights you up, what brings you joy is the key to feeling um, purposeful and intentional and fulfilled in your life. So yeah, just those boundaries are so, so, so important. But the first thing you need to do is to look at where in your life you're constantly doing things that you don't want to be doing and that are making you miserable. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's like taking a, like an inventory of like a mm -hmm. should inventory. These are all the things I've been shooting. I like that. That's really good. 
Yeah. And you know, I still do it. I still find myself doing it. But again, going back to that awareness, it's like the more you realize you're doing it, the more you're like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't need to be doing this. And if the people that you're surrounding yourself with love you and support you, they'll understand when you say, Hey, I need to like take this time for myself rather than going to do that thing with you. Not that many people are doing things these days anyway, but, but once we get back into the swing of things, that will be a real issue again. And I think one of the silver linings of the whole COVID uh, situation this year is it did make us slow down. And so many people have switched careers and decided they wanted to move and all of these things. Cause they realized like, I don't ever want to go back to doing that. And that's a beautiful thing. It is. It is a beautiful thing. We've all definitely slowed down and, and had to, we all had to pause and then pivot. You yeah. know, <laughs> no matter who you are in this world, you've had to pivot in some way during this time. And I think it's good that we had to take that, you know, enforced break to really assess is my life the way I truly want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's really powerful. Yeah. And so, I heard that you have a retreat coming up or yeah yeah the year of you virtual retreat do you want to yes everyone listening about the retreat what they can expect and um, how can they sign up awesome thanks for asking um yeah so this is a virtual retreat it's from January 7th to the 10th 2021 I actually usually do this event in San Diego live but again pivoting. (laughs) Um, So normally it's like a half day retreat, but the cool thing about getting to pivot it and bring it online is it's going to be over four days and I'm going to have a bunch of guest speakers. So it's going to be a cool combination of pre-recorded like interviews and speeches and workshops, as well as a few live workshops and um, like yoga practices and workouts and all of that throughout the four days. So really the purpose of this event is to help you make the next year, this year will be 2021, the year of you. And Mm -hmm. what year of you actually means is a year where you're stepping into your authentic empowerment. So that doesn't mean it's going to be easy or like all like rainbows and butterflies, but what it means is you're getting aware on where you need to do the healing. Then you're working to do that healing You're working to find more balance in your mind, body, and your soul. And then you're taking inspired action to really manifest what you want to bring in, what your soul is calling you to bring in, right? So Mm. over the four days, we're going to have a different topic each day. We're going to do awareness, healing, balance, and inspired action. And each of those days is just going to help you to step into each of those pieces so that you can go into the year really clear on who you are, what you need to do to get into that space of authentic empowerment and to just give you all the tools that you need to go after what you want in 2021. So you guys can sign up um, by going to my website. It's kellycollinswellness.com. If you go to the events tab, it just drops down and it says year of you 2021 virtual retreat. And uh, maybe Candy, you can put it in the show notes for that. Yeah. 
and yeah I'd love to have you guys it's um all of the guest speakers are going to be giving away freebies and we're going to have a big giveaway and it's going to be really fun <laughs> oh I'm, I'm so excited and I love that you're, you want to kick off the new year from a place of empowerment rather than victimhood because I feel like 2020 people feel like it happened to them and that's exactly what we've been talking about nothing happened to you it all happened for you so it's really yeah. you know reclaiming that power of like this is the year of of you I love that and then is there also a soul spark academy group program in February yeah so I have my soul spark coaching program um it's one-on-one -on -one right now but I'm launching my first Soul Spark Academy group program in February. So if you guys are interested in that, you can, again, head to my web website, kellycollinswellness.com. And if you go to programs, it'll be right under that tab. And um, yeah, it's just going to be a really amazing group of women. It's three months long. And we basically kind of go through all the things that we talked about today in integrating spiritual wellness tools into your life to get really empowered. And so you can figure out what your purpose is, take control of your life and create consciously create the life that you deserve and that you desire. Oh, I love that. And again, I will have all of those links in the show notes for you guys. So thank you so much, Kelly. This has been such an inspiring time with you and I'm just really happy that you're able to share your insights with us so we can be our best, highest versions of ourselves going into the new year. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was an honor. <laughs> you too. I'll talk to you soon. Ready to unlock your true potential and manifest the life of your dreams? Then I've got something super special just for you. Our mind-blowing self-love and manifestation courses. Picture this, a journey of self-discovery where you'll find a deep well of self-love and acceptance. Say goodbye to self-doubt and hello to unshakable confidence. Our courses are designed to help you embrace your worthiness and tap into the incredible power of self-love. But that's not all. We'll also dive deep into the transformative world of manifestations. You'll learn proven tools and techniques and strategies to align your thoughts, beliefs, and actions with your wildest dreams. So get ready to create the success, happiness, love, and abundance that you deserve. So what are you waiting for? Head over to candywashington.com backslash courses to get started. Again, that's candywashington.com backslash courses.